there's a very big difference between wanting something and understanding something. There's a big difference between wanting technology and wanting technology in order to understand it, therefore harness it. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that not even the United States government, but I would say the human species as a whole has made, particularly ever since the 1940s and 50s when the existence of extraterrestrials were confirmed, not just to the United States, but to the rest of the world. Now, before I get into it, I just want to uh, give a quick shout out to Levon Williams. Thank you so much, brother, for watching the show. And a special shout out to Jamila at Find Liaison. She's got her own podcast, and uh, I'll be putting the link in the description down below. I really encourage you guys to check her out. Very, very strong-minded, fantastic woman, very articulate, very art are intelligent if you like any of the stuff that we talk about here you're gonna absolutely love her channel so please uh, check her out now let's get into project hermes so we first have to wonder why project hermes was given the code name hermes well hermes was the messenger god if i'm not mistaken and it kind of falls in line directly with what we're going to be describing here now Project Hermes is the lithium-infused black sites for extreme EBE torture. Now, we first need to understand very simply, all right, before we get into the more complicated aspects of things, what lithium is. So according to Wikipedia, lithium is a chemical element with the symbol Li and atomic number 3. It is a soft, silvery-white alkali metal and under standard conditions it is the lightest metal and the lightest solid element like all alkali metals lithium is highly reactive and flammable and must be stored in mineral oil when cut it exhibits a metallic luster but moist air corrodes it quickly to dull a silver gray than black tarnish and it never occurs freely in nature but only in compounds such as pegmatitic minerals and so on and so forth end quote now what we need to understand is that lithium is a metal that is quite rare because scientists have not yet been able to fully understand the capabilities of lithium, mainly because, again, this going back to what I said at the very beginning of the episode, they want to understand it, but they don't have the ability to want to harness that understanding. And there's a big difference there. And so what we need to get here is that a lot of the CIA black sites are actually infused with tons of lithium alloy minerals. And titanium alloy metals why is this well I'll, I will explain shortly now first off let's define very basically what black sites are so according to Wikipedia in military terminology a black site is a location in which an unacknowledged black operation or black project is conducted it can refer to the facilities that are controlled by the CIA and used by the US government in its war on terror to detain alleged unlawfully enemy combatants and quote now George Bush Dick Cheney that whole administration that's gonna come up shortly at the end of this near the end of the episode so just bear with me here now this is where it gets good there was a treaty signed, as many of you know who've been watching the show for some time now, the Griotta Treaty in 1954 with President Eisenhower and a handful of greys and Nordics and different species like this. The agreement was that essentially these aliens could live on Earth undisturbed and they were able to abduct and experiment on humans with an undisclosed number amount of people they could kidnap as long as they returned them in stable and safe conditions. Okay, so that occurred. However, what happened when this agreement was made? What happened was the United States government, I would even dare to say the human race as a whole, on a secret level, wanted the technology, but they didn't care to understand it. All they wanted to do with it was militarize it, and this is a big problem. And I spoke about this last night in my conversation with Jamila from Fine Liaison, and she said it perfectly as well. The understanding of being able to harness technology is then perceived by which the 
the definition in which we give it to be is defined. And what I mean by that is we use the word technology very loosely, but technology is the perceived word in which our minds think it to be the case, but it really is something more than that. Could technology be harnessing natural elements for their vibrations and frequencies? Absolutely. And so these CIA black sites have lithium infused material within it. Why? Because it provides the access for portals to occur between different Nordic aliens and different other species that the United States has agreements on. And it also provides a safe haven for interrogation. Why is this? When you, when you bring an EBE, which stands for extraterrestrial biological entity, and we'll get to that a little later. What happens here is they are more than likely, depending on which species, but they're more than likely to communicate telepathically, which is nothing really far-fetched. I mean, this is something that we would imagine humans would be doing in the next couple hundred years, whether it's naturally or through technological use with things like Neuralink. But the point is here is that lithium actually blocks out these telepathic frequencies, which therefore doesn't allow the alien or EBE that is being interrogated to reach out to its colleagues or whoever species out it's out in space or wherever home galaxy or planet it's from now the question then becomes why the hell are certain aliens being interrogated okay great question so you remember when operation manhattan occurred when they pretty much dropped the atomic bomb on hiroshima and it's been pretty it's very strongly been argued that it was used for no reason it was dropped for no reason it was more just a show of force well dropping the bomb was a grave mistake because Nordics, particularly the Greys and the Nordics, told the U.S. government and President Eisenhower and Truman that dropping a bomb, a nuclear bomb specifically, and splitting the atom, even in test sites around the world, disrupts the balance of the cosmos. This explains why in many cases, for example, former military officials who have been responsible for overseeing nuclear stockpiles have said that right before a launch, there were many missiles that were going to be launched into the Nevada desert for nuclear testing. And then before they get launched, a UFO comes by, shoots a few beams at it, and immediately all of the missile warheads are completely disabled, even though the warheads are not even technologically or digitally or even frequentially connected to one another, right? And so this is because when the bomb is dropped, the, nu the nuclear bomb and the atom is split, it affects the cosmos. So going back to the interrogation aspect, certain aliens and certain species understand that there is a mutual understanding, a universal understanding, by the way, as mentioned by Paul Hellyer and the former Israeli space minister, that there are certain frequencies and a certain threshold in which cannot be harnessed because of the depravity of it. Because the lower one thinks, the lower one acts, the lower one, the one behaves, the lower you, the more decrease in vibration occurs. And when that occurs, the more negative thoughts occur. Therefore, the more negative events occur. And it has been proven scientifically and through quantum physics that you formulate and manifest what you think. Maybe not in the sense of, well, I want to see, you know, a, a car just show up so your mind makes it show up. But if you have this idea and you put this thought out into the universe, you will attract yourself to that. So what if we apply that same method to these aliens that are not following the rules of this system? And this system directs, directly connects to the geometric symbols that are seen on UFOs because it is a universal language and understanding. Now, if there's a universal language and understanding throughout the cosmos, particularly within the Galactic Federation, as mentioned by the Israeli Prime Minister, 
or sorry, former space minister, my apologies, we have to understand that there is a universal agreement that is not signed contractually. A piece of paper to these beings doesn't mean anything. The word is everything to some of these species, not all of them, but to some. And so what happens here is that they understand there is a certain frequency range they cannot go below when it comes to extracting and harnessing elements because it may serve to be beneficial in the short term, but in the long term, it is entirely denigrating and it completely destroys the balance of the cosmos within the universe. So certain aliens that do not follow these rules, I know it sounds far-fetched, but I will have the documentation to support this, are kidnapped and brought to these black sites if they are close to Earth. If they are not, they go to another planet. And so these black sites are lithium-infused to prevent these beings, these EBEs that are being interrogated from communicating with the outside world. And then what happens is, is that they also have portals in them, Stargate portals, as you would see in a show, that they then go to and from other galaxies and planets. Now, I want to talk about something very interesting. Let's talk about the nebula screams. So this is according to news18.com, but you can you can go to NASA's website or Indian Times for this as well or New York Times what have you. And the headline here is Sound of Hell. NASA's video of screaming eye of Helix Nebula will give you the chills and quote now. NASA released audio of the screams coming from the galaxy from the nebula galaxy. This is very interesting because these screams have been proposed and rumored to be allegedly, according to a couple of whistleblowers whom I cannot disclose information of their of their uh, credentials, but they have allegedly been purported to be labeled as screams that have occurred from these black site tortures. Now, you might think, Dave, the universe is so goddamn big. Why would there be screams coming from tortures? from CIA black sites with these EBEs. Well, it's not just from these black sites. What happens here is that when an EBE is being tortured and they are then picked up from a Nordic or another species to be taken back to their respective planet for punishment, what occurs here is that they are then putting a message out into the universe after they leave this lithium-infused base because they can then telepathically send messages. But this is not a big of, as big of an issue because it's kind of like transporting a criminal from one location to another. When that criminal is being transported and on the move, they're at their most dangerous point and most volatile because you cannot know which position they will be in because they are traveling and literally on the move physically. And so this is put out into the universe and this is sort of intertwined with the paranormal aspect of things. The more negativity, the more lower vibrational things will occur. Therefore, the more exploitation and negative vibes. I hate to use the word vibes because I think it's been overgeneralized by mainstream society, but overall, it gets brought out back into the universe. So these screams, some of them at the very least, are actually coming from these black site torture sites for that the CIA has put together with other Nordic aliens that connects to certain tall white bases and things like this. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is that quantum computation, I know I've spoken about it a lot lately, but it has proven to us that quantum computation can literally transport energy and information through energy across galaxies. This is one form of communication in which world leaders use to speak with the Galactic Federation when a physical meeting is not able to be formulated within a certain amount of time. However, and I'll be doing an episode on that in the next handful of days. However, what we also need to look at here is that these quantum information messages are sent to other galaxies to let these aliens know and these other species know that humans have an arrangement with hey listen we got someone here who is not following the rules they belong to your galaxy or your star system come pick them up and i know how crazy that sounds but just bear with me and you'll see the proof here now before i go on i just want to mention very quickly that 
We need to take a step back and look at the Majestic 12 in order to understand the connection here. Why do we need to do this? Because when we look at the Majestic 12, what we're going to see here is that the Majestic 12 initially was called Project Sign, S-I-G-N, just the normal way you'd spell sign, kind of like a stop sign outside, right? Now, when that occurs, when Project Sign is given before they call them the Majestic 12, what we'll notice here is that the Freedom of Information Act has allowed the database of the CIA to declassify certain documents. Now, I'm not naive, nor are you guys. We understand that if they don't want to reveal something, they will not just because the Freedom of Information Act is telling them to, all right? So that would be ridiculous for us to think or say otherwise. However, when we take a look at CIA black sites and we type in EBE on CIA.gov, in correspondence with the Freedom of Information Act, what we're going to see here is all black sites having to do with tortures, and they mention EBEs. Now, EBEs don't necessarily mean extra extraterrestrial biological entities on a public level, but the CIA and the Pentagon have a fantastic way of implementing certain key words that are attributed to private, classified, sensitive operations, but on the public end seem like something else entirely. Very similar to how the United Nations has a rule on alien immigration, and they talk about how alien immigration obviously has to do with certain human beings that don't belong or have a citizenship within a certain country they're trying to get to. But it also has a double meaning, very similar to the predictive programming that is being broadcasted to us, like when Obama goes on Jimmy Kimmel and says, well, you know, the aliens, they enforce strict control over us, and we're not allowed to talk about which aliens we work in communication with everyone starts laughing it's perceived to be a joke on the front end but on the back end it's really telling the truth with subliminal predictive programming in order to kind of dodge the question and also protect protect the cover and identity of these aliens and beings excuse me it's sort of like putting them right in front of as i said many times before of a magazine tabloid so that your mind automatically thinks, oh, tabloids are ridiculous, we're not going to look at it, even though you actually are looking at a real picture of a UFO or great alien, right? Now, when we take a look at this, what we're going to notice is that, going back to the Bush administration, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, the Bush administration had a very interesting way of defining torture when they had it against terrorism. However, on a much deeper level, Dick Cheney, the vice president, arguably the most powerful vice president in history, was responsible for having deep connections to the intelligence community that President Bush did not have and was not privy to, and also had deep connections to the military-industrial complex. So, essentially, a certain interpretation of the United States law was enacted and pretty much enforced, which was that the United States was allowed to torture which they called enhanced interrogation. Anyone who followed politics between the year 2001 and 2009, which is quite a big span, will know this or can remember this or recall this. And so the whole concept of getting away with torture was that in theory, according to the Geneva Convention, the United States was not allowed to torture. But the loophole they found was that if by definition the U.S. doesn't torture, then, it's, then what they're doing, which they call enhanced interrogation, is not torture, which is ridiculous. But again, it's a loophole in the system. And what does this have to do with anything? Well, this applies to extraterrestrial beings. Now, not saying that there are rules or laws set in place, but there's a certain understanding within the black project and black budget community that extraterrestrials can only be tortured if they absolutely need to be. Now, when we take a step back and we look at all this, we understand that the United States on a public level essentially, part of my English, covered its own ass to torture anyone and anything, human, animal, alien, doesn't matter. 
right? And so when we look at these documents on the CIA website, what we're noticing here has to do with interrogation, waterboarding, and war crimes disclosures against EBEs, but they never define what EBEs actually stand for. And so what they talk about here are certain EBEs picking up other EBEs that are being interrogated and taking them on their way, as quoted in one of the documents here, as part of the War Crimes Disclosure Act. Now again, this is overlooked because no one can really define what it means, and good luck at calling the CIA and trying to get an answer from them, right? Especially when most of the CIA themselves, most of the employees are not even aware of these things. So, I want you guys to let me know what you think because this is certainly a very interesting form of interrogation and it's a very interesting concept and I understand how out there and far stretched this seems to be but if you take a full step back and you listen to this episode all the way through it really does not sound that crazy when we understand what the black sites were, what they were used for and what they were a cover for as well. They were justified to be used as terrorism and or as sites to fight against terrorists but in reality the interrogations and the waterboarding that was in theory illegal, but the loophole that they found allowed them to do it technically, as I just mentioned, they didn't really accomplish much. So why did they continue this program for so many years? Not because they enjoyed the power and they enjoyed seeing certain you know, Muslims or Middle Eastern people being tortured. I think it's more than that. And these documents pr provide not the proof, but the implicative evidence to suggest it. So let me know what you guys think, and we will catch you uh, tomorrow for the either the morning episode or the regularly scheduled one, whichever you guys prefer. So thank you so much for watching, and we will catch you guys next time. Cheers.